It doesn't matter if it's the catwalk, sidewalk, or hallway, or even if you're getting a snack from your work fridge. I slay. It doesn't matter if you're having a good brow day, bad brow day, good skin day, bad skin day. Don't matter if it's PMS and you feel a mess, or if you're feeling blessed because I slay. Because you slay, we slay. This is I Slay the Podcast. What's up, Slay Nation? It's Erica Celeste signing on, and welcome to the first episode of Season 2 of I Slayed the Podcast. Woo-woo! Now, you, as you can hear, you know, I'm, I'm not by myself, but I'm kind of riding solo this season, but I do have some special co-hosts that will be riding along with your girl, and this episode, I do have the squad from No Class Podcast. <laughs> Go ahead and introduce yourself. So I am Chantel, co-anchor of No Class Podcast, as you heard. And I'm Anthony J. I am the other half. Yes. <laughs> All right, so let's get into it. Oh, girl, the way you sipping, I know you got the tape. Spill it. Spill all of it. Ooh, I know this finna be good. You know what? Let me go get some popcorn so I can find out what. So it is on and popping out here in these streets. Now, I know everyone <laughs> has seen, well, at least most people have seen Love is Blind on Netflix. We keep seeing all of these reality shows, reality dating shows, and Netflix is getting in on the game. Yeah, they love it. <laughs> they love to see it. Exactly. And in 2018, even though I'm a little upset it was recorded two years ago, um, they recorded this reality show that's like The Circle and Married at First Sight had a baby. So th- there are about 15 or so hopefuls. They're dating. They don't get to see the other person. They could only hear their voice. And they're dating in these isolated pods for a period of two weeks. Now, some people are proposed to. Some people take their behind on home <laughs> and mad because they missed two weeks of work and probably got fired. <laughs> but um, <laughs> but some people are proposed to and then they meet their person for the first time. Some are surprised and it's good. Some are surprised and it's like, what? I'm engaged to this person? Who this? Who this? That, he sound like his voice. I got catfished. So uh, they go on vacation and then they move in together after the vacation and then they walk down the aisle a lot for six weeks of knowing someone. But, you know, it kind of speeds up the dating process. Now, if given the chance, would you do something like Mary at First Sight or Love is Blind? What a strong head nod to to Anthony. Like. Like, what y'all in a rush for, yo? <laughs> what is the race? No, not at all. Definitely not. Like, even with the option of saying no at some point in time, like, you say no at any time, you just like, I ain't with it. Maybe it would be different if it wasn't on national TV. I don't okay. need to go through that journey and have everybody in the world go through it with me. And mm-hmm. especially, they took off two weeks of work, and you ain't even getting paid for it. Like, for me to even consider, it's got to be a lot of money for me to be vulnerable on TV in front of everybody else. Mm-hmm. Like, that's, to me, that says a lot that you're either very, very um, dedicated or okay. desperate. Give, give them this air quote. <laughs> dedicated or desperate to find love. Or that, like, you're trying to use a platform for something else. It's mm-hmm. just, like, all things that I don't have a need for. Right. So, I'm just, like, I'm, like, my philosophy is always if it's going to happen, it's going to happen. Mm-hmm. I don't think I would ever go through extreme lengths like that to make it happen. Maybe I pit for a little bit more effort, but that is, like, the Olympics. <laughs> I, I'm Yo. 
I appreciate the Olympics reference because I really feel like you just gung ho about that. Like it's just too much for me. I don't know. I'm I'm not one of those people who I like to just move really fast anyway. Mm-hmm. I'll say that again. I'm not one of those people who likes to move fast anyway. So that would just completely like shock all my senses. Mm-hmm. I would be terrified. Mm-hmm. Um. I like to take things very slow. I need to see. I got. I need a setup. Okay, like you know, I want to see how your temperament is. Like I want to see your your bad days. You're good. I want to be there for the for the for all that. You know. <laughs> and in two weeks, I ain't getting all that. Yeah. Oh, some people did. Really? Some people got and see, everything. And that's the thing. Like I didn't watch Love Is Blind just because I was like, I don't know about that Nick Lachey and whatever Lachey. I don't know about them. <laughs> but um, you know, I just was like, I'm not feeling it. Like I already saw the circle and I already saw Married at First Sight, so I think I'm covered. You feel me? But um. Just in that aspect alone, like, I'm just like, that's a little bit too much for me. And then, to your point, Anthony, when you're talking about it being on national TV, and Netflix is global now. Like, they got mm-hmm. that sh- money, okay? Mm-hmm. So, you're seeing this across different countries and stuff like that, and they over there, like, thinking, like, y'all motherfuckers, it's crazy. Mm-hmm. Now, I get that some of these other countries and cultures have arranged marriages, but I ain't that one, okay? Mm-hmm. <laughs> that is not me. I'm an American, all right? And I'm good on that. See, I'm the only one that's a little different. I would do it, but the fact that I could say no is good for me. Like, I was mad when I found out that this season of Married at First Sight was in D.C. and I ain't know. Oh, really? Really? You wanted to be a part of that? I would have done right it. right in D.C.? They were in D- this, the current season is in D.C. And uh-huh. I feel like the issue with this one is that unlike Married at First Sight, there were no psychological evaluation. They just oh. let it to people's DMs. Yeah, oh, no. they just they just slip like, hey, because usually with these shows, there's like a casting call, mm-hmm. right? So like the Bachelor and the Bachelorette, they actually do a casting call at Live Casino every year. And I meet when I used to work there, I met some of the contestants, and I'm like, yo, y'all too pretty. Are you <laughs> like you mm-hmm. like this dude was trying to flirt with me? Like, sir, if you don't try to get your rose and get out my face. <laughs> <laughs> so what is the cri- Do you know what the criteria is for them to be on these shows? If you're not having a psych evaluation, like I'm trying to, like, they were just sliding. I don't mean no crazies DMs. though. They were just sliding into people's DMs, and I'm like, what kind of work? The only thing I can think of is what do you do for a living to the point where you can afford to be off of work for six weeks. I don't know. People be saving up their vacation times. I'm not that pretty. <laughs> <laughs> well, some of them did, like, go back to work. Because, Mar- you know, when Married at First Sight, they're usually, like, not doing much. Or take a leave of absence. Some jobs yeah. have yeah. that place that you, where you could take a leave of I absence, mean, one too. girl was, like, a... Two of them were, like, influencers. Mm-hmm. So oh, they ain't Their schedule's more flexible. <laughs> yeah. Flexible but as hell. Like, one guy, he literally said that, like, he might not have a job to go back to. Because he was, like, a manager in retail. So these oh, yeah. are like regular, 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 like people yeah. versus you know when you look at a lot of these reality shows and their you know their models like with the circle. Some of them is like this was a casting call for sure. Mm-hmm. Like some, yeah, of, these some of them were like definitely trying model, to be out models, yeah. right? And that's why a lot that's of personalities, people, you know, were upset. And a lot of people had a lot of stuff to say on social media. And I'm sorry, this is this is gonna be a little spoiler alert. So okay. if you haven't seen it yet, pause. Pick this up in like. That's if you want to see it. Twenty minutes. If y'all didn't see Married at First Sight in the circle, it sounds like y'all have seen it already. <laughs> but okay, so a lot of people were upset because they said there weren't a lot of people of color, mm. and there weren't a lot of people with disabilities and different sizes represented because everybody was pretty in the traditional sense, mm-hmm. like 
pretty for TV. You know, like they this could have been the episode of like Reno nine one one. I don't know. Wow. <laughs> like this was you know, it's kinda like scripted. Big Brother. Yeah. So, um what ended up happening was there was a couple on the show that involved one half of the couple was a male who was sexually fluid. Now this couple is a black couple and they said that after the show aired, they received well, he received a lot of backlash on social media. And he received death threats. Like actually, both of them this received is what I'm talking death about. threats. He ain't getting paid for this. Wow! This is right. mm. And he's also like his job is social media. Like he's 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 mm. a social media mm. coordinator. Mm. So at work, like you, he just can't turn off the internet and just mm. be like, I'm gonna do work and focus on work. No, social media is his job. And he's known now. Like if his right. image is getting plastered across social media platforms, like. If you walk into the Wendy's, I'll be like, hey, yo, that shit at the Wendy's. You feel me? Like, mm-hmm. I'm going to know who it is because I'm on social media, too, at the Wendy's. Yeah, in the reunion, they said <laughs> they're recognized all the time. And I think someone else is not, they're not getting death threats, but they're getting a side eye from a lot of people. Jeez. But it's it's for, it's she's white and she did some, what my mom likes to call white people shit. The one? Yes. Oh, my God. <laughs> Wait, what? Look at it. Look at it. She, I just pulled it up on Twitter. For there Anthony. Was, yes, there was a moment where Jessica Look was home <laughs> drinking wine and she let her dog lick wine out of her glass. Yeah. And she was like, he likes wine. Yeah. I mean, here's the thing. My Where mom. at now? <laughs> Anthony <laughs> got the cringe face so hard. Like, um, like, you know, I've had dogs in the past where my mom has given them beer, but she'll put it in their own bowl. Like, you not... <laughs> You not about the like my dog used to try to knock over the beer because he knew he couldn't drink out of it. Damn. But like reckless dog off the ground. But at least, oh, at least gosh. my dog wasn't trying to like lick out. Like no, that is mine, but not can, yours. Can, can dogs like can they take alcoholic beverages? Is that like a thing? No. Okay, because no. I know they can't take chocolate. No. I'm just saying. No, 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 like no, no, I'm no. like yeah, that's it's, fucked it's up. It's not good for them. No, I I wasn't a, I didn't approve. And that's why they have they have like dog, dog beer. beer. Yeah. What? Yeah, they yeah. can't drink our beer. They have Interesting. dog beer. Yeah. I didn't fucking know that. Yeah, there's there's dog ice cream, dog beer. Yeah. yeah. That is so cute. I'm spending I mean, all that trust money. me, out of all people who get the things they need, pets <laughs> have the things that they need to wow. be able to accommodate them to live lavish lives. So yeah. So um well actually so with with um this particular cast member, um, because he didn't make it. After he told her that he was bisexual and sexually fluid, she quoted Beyonce and twirled away. Oh. <laughs> what did she say? To the left, to the left? It's no, boy, no. bye. So <laughs> it was like, um, hopped onto the next dick, boy. Like, Oh, like, wow. Yeah. Okay. Oh. And then he said her wig which was slipping, was... which was true. Oh, oh my gosh. Is that what Twitter was talking about? The wig slipping joke? Because her wig was wow. slipping. Wow, I've been saying her a wig, lot, y'all. Her wig was slipping. And the fact that she's like a professional, like... I think she's uh like she at the time was like a dancer not a stripper but like basketball or football one like a cheerleader okay type of situation um but it's like you, you should know how to not have your wig slip so how yeah. many of these couples messy. were successful or like successfully married? married two how many stayed married two okay good but there were six there were six couples 
Oh, all right. <laughs> and one couple let you down and you thought they were perfect, but sometimes you can't marry yourself. Oh, so no so assets at one that point? Couple. Okay. Yeah, it was like their lives, their parents had the same name. Crazy. Their parents, both of their parents married after like a short period of time. Crazy. You know, like they only, one was like two months, one was six months and they got married and been married for like 20 plus years. Like, they were too much alike, and I feel like she couldn't date herself, and then she regretted it. <laughs> um, so that was a letdown. So, oops, sorry, another spoiler alert. Sorry. Yeah. Um, so, the, so what ended up happening, um, with Carlton, I'm going to say his name, Carlton. Um, so, he, so there was a 911 call for a non-life-threatening injury hours after he went on social media and had this tirade because you have to think about it mm. the show happened two years ago mm-hmm. they couldn't post about anything that related to the show yeah for two NDA. years so mm. you've already healed and then someone just mm. took a machete to that wound mm. wow and opened it back up all over again after you've already dealt with it after you've made peace with the person mm. that and and saw your wrongs and are trying to i think they're they might be giving it another try or trying mm-hmm. to be friends um, that's a whole topic right there. Like, you yeah. really gotta be about that life if yeah, you wanna do. be doing reality shows mm-hmm. like that. Because, yeah. like like you said, in bringing up, you had time that this happened, you did your own personal healing, mm-hmm. you're in the spotlight, and you gotta... Mm. Anyway, I'm getting yeah. off subject, but that's a whole nother thing. Yeah, he, he's he been going through it. He's been... I don't know, just to be kind of deal with what you're going through and then thrown right back into it yeah. after you've healed. Mm-hmm. It's it's a lot. It's a lot. Um, so why do you think that there's that there's a lot of issue that people have with cisgender African American men exploring their sexuality? Um, I think <laughs> all I'm gonna say is one word, patriarchy. Drops mic, there we go. <laughs> Seriously, yeah. that's it. Like yeah. a lot of a lot of what we as a society, men, women, people who are gender fluid, a lot of what we blame on ourselves socially has to do with the patriarchy. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, white men, y'all made patriarchy, so live with it. You know what I'm saying? But at the same time, I'm like, as everyone tries to fall into this system of the patriarchy, mm-hmm. we all are questioning like how sustainable is it? How right. reasonable is it? It's right. not. But people are still trying to fit in and be a part of that system. And so it's just like everyone is failing at it. Mm-hmm. How do you get along if, if everyone is failing, failing at it but not talking about it? Right. You know? Mm-hmm. I think the the shows like this are entertaining. But what it also does is sets up this let's have this competition to fall in love. Mm-hmm. That people, of course, nobody can take reality TV and be like, that's reality TV. Mm-hmm. They always try to apply it to their own life. So mm-hmm. when you take a let's have a competition to fall in love. And then you take the narrative specifically to black women, what's told to them, that's like, you're not going to fall in love or it's hard to find a good man mm-hmm. and all these kind of tropes that are given to them. And then there's this display of what could have been a good marriage or a good relationship mm-hmm. and then it didn't happen because he was bisexual or fluid, mm-hmm. then it's just like, okay, that's just like, you've crossed too many lines. Before mm-hmm. you, you know what I mean? So right. it's also all the things that are built with this story that we're told that we're supposed to believe and to mm-hmm. buy into. Right. And then you put on top of that that he's sexually fluid and that's just like, well, oh my that gosh. alone could have yeah. been a strike but what? now you've built it with no. all these other elements. Because the thing for me was that like he on the show said that he was fluid. He never said bye. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Um, so for him, you know, it's more so he's attracted to the person, not the gender, um, versus, you know, being bisexual. I mean, it still ends up being similar, but not the same. Mm -hmm. So a lot of, I think it's crazy, number one, that he's receiving death threats, which is totally unnecessary, especially in the day, you know, in age of social media, like you can find out where somebody posted from. Like if you posting from your apartment or from your job, like it's not hard to find people nowadays. Like yeah. I'm Inspector Gadget. I can find anybody. I mean, if you, <laughs> if you put your geotag on it, it ain't hard anyway. Just mm-hmm. press the thing. Oh yeah. Like I took something off of my phone that was tracking where I was, how long I was there for. Like, what are you doing? iPhone stop. Mm-hmm. Stop. Who, who checking for me, boo boo? Mm-hmm. Like, no. And she's receiving death threats, too. So, I'm like... Wow. And, it, and a lot of people were like, oh, my God, I'm in shock. And I'm like, did you did you watch this season, too? Mm-hmm. Like, maybe it's from your, your white heterosexual space, but people are, are taking this seriously, and, and they're creating these instances, especially with the suicide rate so yeah. high in the LGBTQIA+. And just high suicide rates in general mm-hmm. like now he ha- probably has to go through more therapy spend more money mm-hmm. and it's like his job is social media mm-hmm. and you know what I don't want to take away from you know um, people who are a part of the LGBTQ plus community and the, the rates of death and threats that they receive I just want to add in that the the problem with social media and the ability for everyone to chime in with their opinion mm-hmm. and for those people who are on the other side and everybody's like, you got to be strong if you're going to be doing this and be a part of this, but they're human. Mm-hmm. You know, at the end of the day, they're human. Mm-hmm. No one person can sit up there and take all this hate and this fear and threats towards them mm-hmm. and just be okay. It's just right. not going to happen. Right. I watched the show um, Love Island mm-hmm. and the host of Love Island committed suicide wow. recently, you mm. know, and Carolina Fleck. And that was a show that lo- people loved her on that show, mm-hmm. you know. She committed suicide because of the... And mind you, um, she was English mm-hmm. from the UK and um, we all know that maybe the paparazzi and the mm. social media influence and stuff like that probably played a, a larger role because they even booted Meghan Markle out. You feel me? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're worse. Like their paparazzi is a lot worse than it is here. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, they but just at the make same time, but at the same time, I just want to. I just want to like people to understand no one human can take that i don't care if you put yourself out there on the spotlight or not Mm -hmm. you're still human at the end of the day you have feelings and if i'm you know i can't walk around with security all the time Mm -hmm. i want to live my life and be free like you giving me death threats and stuff that's gonna take me out you Mm -hmm. know what i'm saying so i just want to point it point that out like it's not like he's some you know political crusader who you know said stuff bad stuff i mean we all said bad stuff about this president but in general like like nothing justifies death threats like he went on the show he was his true authentic self Mm -hmm. and two years later is getting all of this backlash like what happens if he didn't tell his family for those two years and all of a sudden he's dealing with that too yeah i mean i feel like the people who are doing these threats and making all these these disgusting jokes about him, his sexuality, the way he presents himself, and the way he 
displayed himself on the show like y'all gotta deal with some real deep rooted like insecurities or mm-hmm. things that y'all are questioning because right. just because you ain't never seen a man profess that he is bisexual and that he likes to date women and would possibly marry a woman that doesn't mean that they don't exist right. so therefore like you can't just be angry at him for being who he is like mm-hmm. if you're being angry at him for being who he is then you must not be in your truthful self any- anyway exactly Exactly. And and speaking about social media, so Megan Thee Stallion had, you know, when she is going through something, she gonna let you know, especially <laughs> when she feels like she has been uh, done wrong. So she actually decided to clap back at her former formal label, um, 1501 Certified Entertainment. Now, you know, with a lot of these artists, they are, when they're new in the game, they don't know better but you would think we'll get into a further discussion later i'll leave my opinion out of it at this point in time because i got some i got something to say okay (laughs) um so it's still happening where people are taking advantage of artists especially in this day and age now in 2018 megan signed a deal with um 1501 certified record Mm -hmm. certified entertainment Mm -hmm. and she got a ten thousand dollars signing bonus which was her advance towards future earnings um in this contract it was a 60 40 split she was on the 40 Mm -hmm. and um in terms of her her royalties um they also were like they had exclusive rights to her music Um, and they would receive net monies from any other business that she did outside of music. So, like, if she was a digital influencer, they get a commission. Mm -hmm. They get, like, 30%. So, like, if she, if Adidas is like, hey, rock my shoes, we'll pay you $6,000, they get 30%. Woo! Yeah. So, this, this deal had a lot of stuff in it. Like, if she did a concert, and she wanted to use someone that was not, on their label like they got a piece of that money as well and they needed her permission or if she Mm. was a feature on someone else's song they would get a percentage of that as well so there's a whole lot of like just messed up stuff that's in this contract it was so brutal and Mm -hmm. she was she was um and they actually still own her own the rights to her stuff Whew, Jesus. Yeah, even mm-hmm. though she's on a different label. She mm-hmm. signed a Jay-Z's label yeah, right now. She's, on, she's with Rock Nation. Mm-hmm. So luck, lucky for her, she has Rock Nation's lawyers on her side. Awesome. Because she um, just actually had a project released Thursday, her mm-hmm. new album, Sugar. Mm-hmm. Um, they actually were trying to stop that from being released. So her former, um, her former team... So at, at 1501 Certified Entertainment, they were trying to stop her from releasing that. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was it was just a lot of mess. So the judge ended up denying the request to dissolve the court order. So it was an emergency motion to dissolve the temporary restraining order stating that the album um, at issue may be dropped for distribution, whatever, like March 6th. So they tried to stop her music from being released pretty much. Um, and the judge gave her a temporary restraining order against them so they couldn't get any of her money. She could release her project under her label. Um, so, and, it, and it honestly has nothing to do with her current label, but it kind of does. Mm-hmm. So she's battling them right now because of this deal. Now, um, do you think she should have known better than to sign this deal? No. Do you know how old Megan is? She's young. How old is she? She's like in her mid-20s. Mm-hmm. 
I don't. I barely know what the fuck I'm doing, and I'm 30. Like, are you kidding me? And for her to make such a big decision, I feel like she signed to that label when she was like 20. What the fuck were y'all doing with y'all money when y'all were 20? Like, like, like two years ago, yeah. Okay, so like, there, there's so much room for her to grow and for her to learn. This was a shitty ass deal. Yes, it definitely was, mm-hmm. but. She didn't have the guidance. She didn't have the proper team. And a lot of us get duped. Like, at 20 years old, I was spending thousands of dollars in student loans. Are you kidding me? I got duped the same damn way just in school. Like, I would not expect her to know any better. But I'm so happy that she spoke about it, one. Mm -hmm. Two, that she's in a situation where it's better. And you know what? When you when you do that to people and you take advantage of people like that, karma comes back to you. I don't care. Right. Karma comes back to you. Yeah. So he gonna get his. Carl Crawford, like first of all, he's a baseball player. Yeah. I didn't even know that he had a whole label. Mm-hmm. Like he, you know, and for him to do this thing, like oh, hometown Houston, like I'm trying to rep for. I forgot Houston what artists, they say yeah. what Houston is. H Town. H Town. Yep. Mm-hmm, that's it. <laughs> I was looking for some really different name I hadn't heard before. I was like, oh what? H Town. Oh, I don't know, but um, yeah. When when you when you know you're supposed to be a hometown representative, she trusted you to carry her and to help her, and you know she wanted to include this company as a representative to show like look yeah H Town we got it you feel me but when you do that to her somebody who is homegrown and that you were supposed to be helping and you take advantage of her like that you like you getting backlash from this regardless like and and she was probably the biggest artist you had signed right yeah I get what you say though because like we've heard this so many times before Mm -hmm. and like we've seen the movies from the TLC story yeah Yeah. even before that from like Motown of Mm -hmm. artists getting ripped off before and so we know that especially when you have somebody who is black and doesn't have like kind of like the um the lawyer support to Mm -hmm. understand what these contracts are but at the same time like you said in the tlc story when they were like uh we want somebody to read over it and she's like sign it now or i'll find three other girls Mm -hmm. so when you also feel like you're in this spot where it's like well i don't know if i'm gonna get another chance right well let me go ahead and sign it and take this risk then yep and sometimes it's a gamble. Maybe I'll make it big and be able to get on another label and get out of this. So even if she did know better, she maybe was like, this may be my only chance and yep. I have to go ahead and, right. and kind of take it. Um, and this is literally, I remember when Nikki and Remy were beefing and mm-hmm. Remy was like, you signed a 60-40 deal was talking about her contract and Nikki was like, no, I didn't. And right. they were like laughing about it and mm-hmm. stuff. So it's like, it's well known. People know that it's happening, but it's... Kind of like, do you want to, in that situation, be like, okay, I'm going to go down yeah. this road and... So, the Slay Nation actually said, 100% said that she should have known better. Mm. Now, the reason why I think, and, and I honestly think that she should have known better, because we do know all of these horror stories now. Mm-hmm. Like, it was like two years ago. So, it's not like this happened... 10 years ago, you know, fresh, you know, fresh 18, like, whatever. I, I don't know how she, she probably, like, Cardi B age 25, 24, something mm-hmm. like that. But I feel like she was an exotic dancer. $10,000 is nothing. Was mm. she? I thought, she, I didn't know that she was an exotic dancer. I thought she, I thought was, she was an she was exotic dancer. No, to, not to my knowledge that she, she was an exotic dancer. I thought dancer. she was a stripper. We're going to have to research that because I don't mm. remember that being the well, thing. I know, I know this girl was in college. I don't remember her being an exotic dancer. Um, I remember her mother was her manager for a while until her mother passed away a couple years ago. So I don't remember her being right. an exotic dancer. I just know she freaky. And that's probably why everybody think, oh, she's an exotic dancer because she does a lot of rapping about sexuality mm-hmm. and, you know, things like that. Mm-hmm. So, but I don't remember her being an exotic. I mean, I could be wrong. 
Mm. But I still, I still think, you know, we have to give some grace to Megan. I do. And I might be by myself on this, but I just know how I was at her age, and I know half the shit I know now, right. just because of the mistakes I made with money. Mm-hmm. And you learn from things and you grow. And yeah, he did something predatory. We all did. We all been subject or victims to predatory practices. Yeah. Most of us in here got thousands of dollars of debt yeah. from predatory practices. You feel me? So I can't blame her for that, especially if. She has lost guidance. Maybe, you know, maybe when she signed the deal, like, people just around her just didn't know. There's a lot of lack of information and access to information mm-hmm. in communities, especially in Houston. Like, I don't know where she coming from. Yeah, and instead of, like, questioning, should she have known better? It's like, yo, they knew better. They right. knew what they were setting up and doing to her. And it, it's, again, that even if she would have known better... Mm-hmm. Music is so fickle and moves so fast that if she was, if somebody was like, "Here's what the deal is," and when it comes down the line, you may have to deal with this. She might be like, "This is my time, and I gotta hurry up and jump in my lane right yep. now and get it while I can." And depending on the situation, mm-hmm. like I'm seeing that she got a ten thousand dollars signing signing bonus. Mm-hmm. You don't know what that amount of money, like the access to that money, would have did for her her family, yeah. the people who surrounded her. Maybe if they shoved a shiny toy in her face right. and was like, sign, these, sign this contract, yeah. it might have did something for her then. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So, yeah, yeah maybe she, she was duped. But at the same time, when you put your charm on and you, you throw the shiny toy in my face, yeah, right. I'll be attracted to the damn toy. Yeah. I, you can't blame me for that. I mean, it really <laughs> reminds me, too, of the... We could have the same conversation about football players. Yes. People are like, oh, you signed that big contract or whatever, but you know that it's going to hurt your body. You can get a right. concussion. There's all these long-term things to it that right. you know, but we still encourage them to go ahead and sign that, get that money, yep. and push them to go and do that. And it's like, we know better, and we know right. what is on the line, but a lot of times, like... Mm-hmm. We're a lot of times being selfish. What about family? What about other people? Mm-hmm. And let's get that quick money really right. fast. Yeah, they just said she was... She makes stripper music, but mm-hmm. then they came up with a list of five people you may not have known were strippers, and okay. Lady Gaga was on their list. Oh shit! As oh. <laughs> like a burlesque <laughs> dancer, oh, a stripper to make ends meet in New York before she had the monsters. I could see that. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I guess Megan wasn't, but I'm just saying, like, you know, sorry, sorry, Megan, but I'm glad that you're on another. You're on the upside of yeah, it. Yeah, because I, I wonder if it was a situation. Because if her mom passed away a few years ago, that would have been when that contract was signed. So because she didn't have her mom as a manager, you know, and having to deal with all of that, she probably just signed the deal so she can keep her career moving forward. Mm-hmm. And her mother was a rapper. Like her right. mother was in the music industry. Mm-hmm. Like, and I remember Megan. She models her rapping style after Pimp C. Like, she mm-hmm. loved Pimp C. I right. don't think she met him and knew knew him and everything, you know? Mm-hmm. So I'm just like, yeah, I don't think she was a stranger to the game, but at the same time, like, if you if you wave a shiny toy in my face, I'm going to say it again. Mm-hmm. I'm going to look at the damn toy. Mm-hmm. You could distract the hell out of me when I don't know nothing else. Yeah, I'm just weird. I'm OCD about contracts in general. Yeah, I like are. contracts. That's I'm, good. I'm really weird about contracts. And I think now she will be yeah. too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just hope that it works out in her favor and it doesn't. Um, you know how some places it's like um, I remember like Destiny's Child after all that went down and so mm-hmm. they don't do the songs that they used to do with like all four of the girls so I don't know if it's a like you can't do it at all or they mm-hmm. get you a certain amount them. of money yeah. each time that, yeah. or whatever so I hope that's not something for her because she had a lot of hits from you mm-hmm. know what I mean so right, from Tina I don't want her to be like every time I perform they get a piece of my money I hope it like clears yeah, it yeah cause they also own her name and her likeness mm. so 
that's like they own the name Megan the Stallion. She literally gave up everything. Wow. So I think that they were probably hoping that she wouldn't become a major star, mm-hmm. but she would be on that like like middle level. Mm-hmm. Like what I would say like the level of like Lizzo before she got her fame. Yeah. So like she's still able to tour, do larger spaces but not arenas, mm-hmm. but also be the back soundtracks of commercials so there's always money coming in you know doing the festival circuit but not actually making it like onto the radio Mm -hmm. and that's what I kind of think that they were hoping would happen just so they can be like oh you have money hey we bought you this necklace blah 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 blah. like we bought you this chain we spending all this money on you because what you have to think about a lot of people forget that they always say don't take the advance because what happens if you're not able to make that money back Mm-hmm. Because they're also including the money from your advance, the money that they spent on studio time, the mm-hmm. producer, every single person that did the beat, that edited, you know, that edited, does the promo. Like, everybody gets a piece of that larger pie. Mm-hmm. When you do shows, you're paying for the crew, you're paying for your stage manager, you're paying for set. All of that comes out, and they get their money before you get your money. Yeah. So that's why 50 Cent said that there's a lot more money in television than there is being an artist. And he's making a lot more money now. He's like, I get paid when I'm asleep. Mm-hmm. People watching Power, I get a check. Mm-hmm. Well, they didn't change the money game in the music industry anyway, mm-hmm. especially due to streams. But, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, I I just think that she's not the first person to yeah. suffer this way. Mm-hmm. This has historically been something that has happened. Even Prince fought his way out of that. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, he changed his whole name and likeness. Mm-hmm. as the artist formerly known as Prince, if y'all remember. You right. know, we were kids when he did that. Yeah. But, you know, like, this ain't the first time. Like, he, like he, Prince was one of the first people doing the crusade of owning your masters and your likeness and your right. name, you know? So, yeah, this has been going on for a while. And I know Megan is not the only artist who recently came out who's a part of these types of deals. All They're right. just not talking about it. Mm-hmm. Exactly, because most people are probably too embarrassed to say that they, right. they kind of fell for it. And that's exactly why, like, I don't know if you've seen um, the reality show that T.I., Cardi B., and Chance the Rapper did. And the reason why they Was chose... that the rap game? Yeah. Okay. I like that the, show. No, the rap game is Jermaine Dupree. All right. Which one was this one then? I did, like... He, he has a... It's on, it's on Netflix. I forgot But what it's it was like called. a rap competition. But I like that show. And the reason why they picked the guy, D. Smoke, who won. Sorry if you didn't watch it yet. But... <laughs> you like, I'm smoke, spoiling everything. D. Smoke everywhere, though. Y'all really need to chill out. So, <laughs> so the reason why they picked D. Smoke is because the other people who were competing could easily go to labels and be fine. D Smoke, on the other hand, has to go the independent route because of, like, they already knew that he was going to be really, really great. But he, in order for his music to be pure, they awarded him the winner, not just because his work was amazing, but because they felt like he would be able to benefit from being independent the most. Well, D Smoke got a musical family. Like his yeah. brother Sir is popping the charts. Mm. So ain't like he was gonna be. I mean, I know he wanted to get that, get his deals on his own and everything, and not through the name. But you look just like Sir. I'm just saying, like y'all, <laughs> y'all twins practically. Like your whole family is in the music industry. Mm-hmm. So I feel like the deal for him it wouldn't have been far off. But yes, when you do go the independent route, just like what Erica or what Celeste was saying, like with everybody taken out of your pot before you get your payment like 
that's that's still happens with independent as mm-hmm. far as I, my knowledge is concerned. Like, but at least you know, like I have to pay mm-hmm. this person because that's. But how it's she, you coming out of right. pocket directly instead right. of it being through a third party like exactly. the label. So that way you don't get Trina because Trina's album got pulled completely because mm-hmm. of her manager scoring her over and not paying people. Mm-hmm. So her issue was that her manager wasn't paying people. So they're like, "Where my money? Like, if I didn't get paid, you can't release this." And so that album, whole album, people were waiting on that album for yeah. years. Yeah, because they've been talking about this stuff a lot on like Love and Hip Hop. Mm-hmm. Like you even see it. There was an issue with Olivia and Rich Dollars, and Remy was talking about how like a lot of times when you first get put on, there are these deals, and they start talking percentages, and you don't even realize that you're getting the raw end of the deal. Yeah, baby. So it's like especially so. Hopefully, moving forward, like I understand that people want to check so bad, and that money. You know, for a lot of people, it's life-changing. But sometimes you got to take a step back. So do you still think Meghan Markle... I mean, Meghan Markle. <laughs> <laughs> do you still think Megan Thee Stallion was, you know, like, should have known better then? Because her... So I say yes. I think she... I still think she should have known better. Mm-hmm. Do I think that sometimes people make decisions based off of their emotional state? Yes. Okay. And I think that... You know, especially, you know, I believe her mom was, like, a single mom. So, it's it was just her and her mom for a long time. And she had been rapping with her mom as her manager since she was 16. So, you know, that, not having someone like that to have your back anymore. And, you know, sometimes when you're young, you think you've grown. And you think you know everything. <laughs> now, thinking back and being... Uh, I know nothing. <laughs> I'm thinking <laughs> back to when I was, like, 25. And I wasn't that long ago, but I thought I knew everything, yes, and right. I did not. The world knocked me on my ass, and maybe she needed that mm-hmm. so that moving forward. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's why a lot of people do sh- sign with Rock Nation, yeah, because they're getting a better deal and actually get to own their product. Well, PSA to everyone listening. You know, listen to these stories and understand that you can find the resources. We got Google, we got YouTube, we got Pinterest. Um, there are ways to find these resources. Like, don't sign nothing. Don't be a part of anything that you feel uncomfortable about. Listen to your intuition. You know right. what I'm saying? Like, I don't know what Megan was dealing with when she was signing those contracts, but don't be like Megan. This Get is something that right. she was telling everybody so y'all didn't have to do what she did. Especially exactly. if you're trying to be in the entertainment business, if you're trying to be in the music business, if you're trying to run your own business. I don't know. Right. So that's why, all right, so low-key, this has been, like, a dream of mine that I want to do when I'm older. I do want to create my own school for the arts in the city, but one of the things that I want to do that currently isn't being done is I want them to go over contract law. Yeah. Like, even if you don't have the money to get a lawyer, you can Google the words, literally. Copy the contract, take you a red marker, whatever Mm. you don't understand, Write it out in layman's terms and start looking for synonyms. Mm-hmm. Like, you have to know what you're signing. Don't mm-hmm. read things without signing it. Mm-hmm. Like, I work in an industry where people don't read their no, contract. they don't. And then they come to me like, oh, you can't do this because you didn't do that. No. It's in your contract. That's not You it. signed it. Yeah, because I'm in, you know, multifamily housing. So people are like, you can't go up on my rent. The rent goes up every year. And it's in your contract. You signed a way that we could increase your rent. Right. It's like, it's, it's in the agreement. It? Or people are like, 
oh, I didn't know that I can't, you know, I have this dog, but you didn't go through us, so now you got to go. This is why also reading is fundamental, guys. Everybody needs to... Say it with me now. Everybody (laughs) needs to be reading a book or something. Like, y'all need to be freshening up on y'all reading skills, y'all pronunciations, enunciations, your spellings, you know, your, your, um... Critical thinking, like that is all a part of reading. And this is why it's so important because you get this stuff in real life. Right. It, it, it translates like, you know, you're getting a house and you got your credit together, but you don't realize that your interest rate is high. Mm-hmm. So you are paying for the house three times over and you got to, even with student, we were talking before about student loans. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of debt that you're getting into and you don't realize that the interest rate is so high and guess what? That's the only debt you can't get rid of. Yep. Mm-hmm. Fixed rate, variable rate, um, your interest, like your interest rates, capitalization, like all these things y'all need to know about. So I'm not trying to get all into that, but I'm right. just saying like, Read this is exactly why <laughs> it's important for y'all to be reading what y'all, what y'all signing away to. Your signature and your likeness is so powerful that that's the only thing they really want from you. Because that means that you agree to their terms. Mm-hmm. Right. You don't got to agree to their terms. Right. So, educate yourself. <laughs> and that's it for Wesh Poppin'. Y'all know that fashion makes news and news makes fashion. Our first story actually deals with Paris Fashion Week as it relates to men. Because usually when we talk to fashion, talk about fashion, it usually relates to women. But another rapper other than Kanye West has entered the design arena. Thank God. Offset <laughs> collaborated with Chaz A. Jordan to create a new line that, again, recently debuted at Paris Fashion Week. Now, this is a luxury streetwear design mm-hmm. called Laundered Works Corp, which sounds more <laughs> like a child labor camp, but I digress. <laughs> um. So he says that this is actually something that he has always wanted to do. Even as a kid, he was into fashion and didn't want to wear things that were, um, like, once everybody started wearing uh, true religion jeans, he's like, oh, yeah, I can't wear that no more. (laughs) (laughs) He was he was one of those. So um, he even actually designs the merch for um, for the Migos for their their promo merch. So. He designs a lot of that, and he wants to actually expand his reach. So he wants to get into women's wear, and he and um, Cardi are also thinking about um, starting to work on a um, children's wear line. Oh, nice. So I don't know if it's going to be for, like, rich kids, you know, to have their own line, but mm-hmm. we all know we're going to buy it anyway. <laughs> um, so what do you think about Offset joining the design space? I like it. I like I like that he's a fashion guy. Mm-hmm. Like I, you know, back in the day when he was trapping in the bando, that type of Migos dude. Like I don't remember him from then, but I know him and Cardi were definitely trying to make their waves in the, the fashion space. And like every time they hit the red carpet, like we do have something to say about their looks. Mm-hmm. Now Offset, like you know, when it comes to men's fashion, like I feel like men don't get to play around with fashion as as much as women do. Right. And so I I do like seeing what he looks like. I think he is really handsome and he can really clean up. I mean, he cleaned up really well because I didn't think he was handsome before. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> but <laughs> but um, I, I, I appreciate it. And I appreciate, you know, him wanting to carve out that space 
um, in high fashion mm-hmm. because it's very hard for, I mean, as Kanye pointed out, you know, it is very hard for not only black people to be in high fashion, but for young um, rappers, I guess, to be for even black in men. high fashion. And black men, just, yeah. and black women, black yeah. people, yeah. us. for us to be in that space in high fashion and for us to be shown at Paris Fashion Week and like Italy and blah 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 you know all those high fashion houses so I think I I think it's cool and I saw some of the Laundered Works Corp um, stuff like their lines and stuff for Fashion Weeks and I think it's pretty dope like these are looks that I've actually seen out in real life just not with the luxury tags attached to it like I know my brother and my father, they like my father was a big fashion guy until he got older and was like, I ain't spending all that money on them damn clothes. <laughs> but my brother, he's very into fashion, and I could see my brother wearing something like this. Like my brother likes to walk around and be very cute and clean and mm-hmm. like look like a very nice guy. He dresses my nephews very nicely, you know, and so he would want to have quality clothes that can last him and that he can wear everywhere, you know. And I'm, mm-hmm. I like it now. Hopefully, he can expand into, like, the tall, the bigs, like, just spaces where there aren't any representatives. But also, I might be shooting the gun a little bit. But I like his stuff. So, that's all I'm going to say about that. I like that, um, I don't like the name of it. Mm-mm. The Laundered Works Corp. It gives me a totally different impression. That sounds like, um, like Tommy. Sure. I mean, it sounds like Tommy and Ghost from uh the from Power. Uh, yeah. So th- I don't like the name that much, but when I think about Migos, I remember when they got into the game, the way that they rapped and their swag were like two things that people really gravitated to. Mm-hmm. And I could notice the way that people started dressing differently when they hit the scene. Versace, Versace, Versace. So I'm just not, I'm not surprised. Like, I think it's a good move for him. I also always love to see rappers do things more than rap and, mm-hmm. and get their business and get their money. Um, it It is interesting to be like, what's the price point going to be for all these things for right. the women, for the men and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, but I do feel like Offset is, at least right now, people get money and then they like lose their way. But mm-hmm. it feels like Offset is like, okay, I'm going to make sure that I make some shit for my people. Right. I'm going to make some shit for some rich people, but I'm also make sure that I have some stuff for the hood. But we'll see. Because but... that house they got in Atlanta is expensive. So, you know, <laughs> he got to get his coins every way yeah, possible. Yeah. But I do mm-hmm. hope that he has clothes at different price points. Mm-hmm. Because sometimes I see, or at least has afterpay. Oh, Kalana. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right, right. At least give me the option to make payments. Okay. I'm seeing, I'm seeing, like, there's a jacket. All this stuff, honestly, on their website is sold out. But I'm seeing that um, this jacket was, like, $270. And, you know, so I guess that's, like, a high fashion price point. I ain't paying it, but I'm just saying. See, I call that high-low. Because it's still somewhat obtainable. But it's not so expensive to the point you like, oh man, I can't pay my rent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, so it's yeah. like it's not like it's five thousand dollars. Yeah, and these jeans are two hundred thirty five dollars. Like, See, that's not bad. That's 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 not far. Like I've seen some trues that were around that price point or two seventy. So, so that's that's not bad. Like yeah. I call Michael Kors the bougie cheap end of the high end spectrum. Mm. It's like it's affordable. You don't have to, you know, waste blow your I mean some people And this stuff does look high quality, I'm not gonna lie. Like I see some suede cargo pants and like a Mm -hmm. suede vest and Mm -hmm. that looks really, really nice. I can't see the price for it because the stuff is sold out, but um he has like leather suits, like bomber jackets, motorcycle jackets, snakeskin, like regular looking stuff, like sweatshirts, but then he has some I would 
buy from Offset. This isn't my style, and I wouldn't pay that much for it. Not to say that it's not worth it, but I just mm-hmm. don't pay that much for like clothes and accessories and stuff. Mm-hmm. But I feel like that's better quality than what I've seen from Kanye West stuff. Yeah, yes. ridiculous. And I'd be like, you yes. look like you just threw a blanket on with his trash bag shoes. I don't yeah, got it. No. Mm-hmm. But a lot of his stuff also was Asian influenced too. Mm. Like Good for was, him. He was. Good for them. I guess because he's he's a slender, you know, more slender, whatever. He got dad. He got dad bod now. Oh well, <laughs> future right? Kanye now. Oh, Kanye. Yeah. Oh, Kanye. Now I'm talking about Offset. Yeah, oh, oh yeah. I'm oh, sorry. Yeah, he's slender. <laughs> you got dad bod. Offset I, got dad bod. I'm gonna say Kanye. Kanye did. Where, where was I? Oh, I seen lady I'm sorry. Baby. All right. Ooh, strong or wrong, but head. you know, congratulations, <laughs> Offset. Um, so our next story I entitled "Not Today, Satan." Just <laughs> not today. <laughs> not today. Okay, <laughs> maybe yesterday, but not today. <laughs> so there is this. Ama- I feel like I feel like this is definitely a no class inspired episode. Why? <laughs> <laughs> but um, because I'm about to stand up on my soapbox. Do you think, shorty? <laughs> so um, so Amy Lefevre. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, I said that right, sis. If not, I'm sorry. La Fever. I don't La Fever. Know. La Fever. <laughs> That's better than what I would have said. I'm going to say yes. La Fever. <laughs> you know. Uh, so she is the perfect example of see, say, see something, say something. I don't even know why it's a slogan. Because that's hard. See something, say something. And no, I'm not talking about some unclaimed bag at the airport. <laughs> now, we are talking about racism in fashion again. Ugh. So during so we were at you know Paris Fashion Week. Now we back home, New York Fashion Week. So FIT is the Fashion Fashion Institute of Technology um, that is in New York. It is the second biggest one in the country. So the other one will be FITM that I used I used to work for them, Fashion Institute of Design and Merchandising. But this is pretty much where they record um, Project Runway. They kind of rotate between oh, um, both schools. Um, but I digress. So what ended up happening was there was an alumni showcase at during New York Fashion Week. And Amy was given some accessories. Now, these accessories were flat out racist. There's no if and but. So they pretty much took, you know, the blow up doll, mm. you know, them big old plastic lips. Oh. If you know what I'm talking about, you've seen Family Guy. With the, mouth, with the mouth agape? Yes. <laughs> and they were big and red. So that was one of the accessories for her to wear during the um, the runway show. And the other one was some big brown monkey ears. She said, hail to the gnaw. Like, she was so shocked that she was shaking. And they tried to convince her to wear it. And she's like, no, I'm not wearing it. Now, they did this four days before the show. And she's like, no, I'm not doing it. They're trying to put pressure on her to do it. She was literally, she said that I was literally shaking. I could not control my emotions. My whole body was shaking. I have never felt like that in my life. People of color are struggling too much in 2020 for the promoters not to have vetted and cleared accessories for the shows. And she walked the show just without the accessories. She like, you will not, I'm not boo-boo the fool today, okay? Mm-hmm. She she collected her coin and she dipped after the after she left the runway. Mm-hmm. So what do y'all think about this? I commend her. I think she is, she was put in a very compromising position because she wants to get her money. This is her career. So 
her turning down an item in a fashion show is a big deal, y'all. It's a huge deal mm -hmm. because these um, designers, they would love, they like people who can be worked with, quote unquote. Mm -hmm. And so if you turn down different things or become quote unquote difficult, mm -hmm. then their your your word is, their name is going to be spread around the industry and they're not going to want to hire you. Right. She took a big risk doing that. I mm -hmm. commend her for it. For sticking up for herself, you know, and for not reacting in whatever way that her body shaking was about to make her react, you know, mm -hmm. because we all we've all been in them them situations where we're so upset that in order for us to not react in violence, we cry, we shake, we we, we experience different forms of anguish and frustration in our faces or in our bodies that we can't really express outwardly because it would end in a punch to the face or right. the groin. Right. So, um. I'm gonna I, say I, knock you out. Okay. <laughs> um, I, I, I don't want to keep commenting about the items, just because. How many times we gotta go through this? The woman even said in her quote, like, you know, as many mm -hmm. as as much controversy people f of color face in these industries. Like, why is this still being? Why? Like, what is the why? Why right. is this still a thing? Right. I don't understand. Year after year after year after year after year. How many times do we have to hear this? What do we have to do as the people who are affected by these things? What do we have to do to to combat this or stop this? Like, I don't understand why this keeps happening. And it sounds ugly, number one. With them little ugly boo-boo the fool lips that they try and put on some items. And exactly. what is your obsession with monkeys? I don't understand. Like, I'm just so confused. Okay, I'm going to stop because I'm getting on a rant about these items that probably was ugly anyway. I haven't seen them. I don't want to see them. And um, shout out to her. It's exactly what you think it is. All right, ugly. They, they, they cool. did thicker eyebrows, right? Thicker, bold eyebrows. Literal brown monkey ears that were almost took up the whole head when did and, monkey become art and a blow up, blow up doll's mouth i don't get it fit in your mouth which was difficult just to walk in it in general but like seriously seriously Oogly. like during black history month you will not they don't be giving a hot darn about no black history month they That's disrespect true. us 365 days of the year, three sixty six, because it's a leap year. Just saying. I'm like you though. I'm at the point where, um, not that it matters, not that it changes anything. But what is the fascination with the monkey thing? Because right. you'll often hear people be like, "Oh, we didn't know that was gonna be racist or whatever." But even if I just wanted to listen to your side, what is it about monkeys? I don't see y'all having elephants walking down the runway. I do not. I don't think see lions. Like I'm what is? It? Yeah, and it's like there's no way that it can be anything but that. I mean, shout out to her for doing what she did. We had talked earlier. She probably ran, um, walked the runway because she was like, I still have to do a contract mm -hmm. and still got to get my money. I don't want to get sued by y'all, but I'm not going to wear these accessories. Right. And I'm going to go ahead and bounce. I mean, oh, I would have liked to have said that's what I would have been able to do, but I probably nah, would have cut some people out and probably yeah. would have started fighting. But it's suit like, okay, me. you did that. She brought this to like uh, the mainstream for us to be discussing. I don't know what type of heat that like they're going to get for doing this shit, but like... It made the New York Post. Mm. So it's like it makes the school look bad. So the school's definitely going to try to CYA mm -hmm. because now it's like, well, you're one of the top fashion schools, not even in the state, but in the country, and it will outside of the country in the world. Mm. Like FIT, fit them. 
world-renowned. Renowned. renowned. So especially like, because they're in New York, which is a renowned city in the, globally. Right. Mm. Especially when the people who sit on your board are the people who are in the industry. Like, Tim Gunn is on Fitum's board. Mm-hmm. You know? So it's like you have these celebrities who call for diversity, but then there's nobody checking just to make sure. Like, no. Like, you could have picked any other animal. I would rather see the elephant trunk. Elephants are so cute. Right. What is going on with monkeys, though? <laughs> I just don't understand. I don't find... I just, I just even, don't find monkeys cute. The thing is, you could have done the monkey ears, but why the big red lips? Monkeys don't have red lips. No, they don't. They might have a red ass, but not a red lips. <laughs> don't. Like, seriously, what, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. What are you doing? You knew what you were doing. Like, it's not even like you had one person be an elephant one person be a giraffe. Mm. One person be a wallaby. Right. It wasn't, a, it wasn't a zoo collection. You feel right. me? You're right. Because I've seen people do the hair as a mane. I've seen that done on the runway. But you're like, hmm, nobody's done monkeys. For <laughs> a reason. For a reason. And not even nobody. It's like, let's have black people walk down this monkey. Yeah. Right. It's like, never do I ever see y'all try to put stuff on white people mm-hmm. if y'all like monkeys so much. Well, they actually, so all of the models were in monkey, in monkey face. Let's call it. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I'm going to name it. Monkey face. They were in monkey face. Um, so that's why it was weird because it was these big brown ears on this white girl with red lips. It still sounds ugly it still to me. Feels, I, I would feel offended. Even if I was white, I'd be offended. I'd be like, I'd be like, why you, you got this ugly stuff on me? First of all, you literally have blow-up doll lips inserted. Because in, they just, it's not like it's just the lip. Like, there is a canal, okay, that is in your regular schmegula degula mouth. That mm. they had to cut the plastic around. Who knows if somebody used that? Mm. That is gross. Bleach. And who made the monkey ears? <laughs> like, like mm-hmm. seriously. Mm-hmm. It's... Oh, God. I... I it, not only is this racist, it's just nasty. Yeah. Like, who took the time? Who? You in New York. I mean, people aren't going to question it in New York, but who went to Adam and Eve and bought all those blow-up dolls? Yo. Like, <laughs> Not Adam and Eve, though. Well, locally, it's Lovecraft. Thank you. Oh, Shout no. out to Baltimore. <laughs> the Lovecraft stores. Thank you. But you literally bought all those blow-up dolls and oh, cut. Man. Like, that was labor. Like, you didn't think about, like, what the fuck am I doing? You just took your exacto knife. <laughs> Yo, the Lovecraft and Adam and Eve part, though. <laughs> it was a hot mess. Oh, yeah. Hot mess. That just sounds like a hot mess. So, shout out to Amy for saying hell to the no. Hell to the no, no, no. No, 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 no. today. Satan. <laughs> and that's it for the fashion news. It's time for Slay or no. Now, we're doing the best and worst dress because we have missed a couple of award shows. I know, we were on a hiatus. Sorry, not sorry. Needed a break. But uh, we're doing an award season recap. So the first one is going to be the 77th Annual Golden Globe Awards. So for best dress, this is just kind of based off of what the public was saying digitally. Um, And first we have Cynthia Irvio. Um, This description actually comes from Carrie... Perrier from, I said it like Medea, from Harper's Bazaar. So Cynthia is in Tom Brown and uh, 
Bulgari jewelry. She has, so the dress is an oversized open neck and exaggerated hip silhouette. This corset dress mm -hmm. is made of white duchess satin with a pearl embroidered open neck lapel. Also features a black dress made of white duchess, no, I'm sorry, did I read the wrong line? Nope, black <laughs> sequin peonies applied to the hem of the gown. That was a lot, yeah. but slay or not? I think it's a slay. What do you think? Um, I don't know much about fashion. I like that Titanic necklace and all. I would say it's a gnaw for me. She really? kind of looked like Cruella DeVille. I like it. I like, I, it looks like a reverse tuxedo dress to me. Um, I like the lapels, the details. I think that the, um, the pearls, like I could see all the details in her dress and I, I really like it. Um, I, I think, think it's, it's classic. a classic for me too. Yeah. I think, I like the fact that she took something simple and it's, kind of been turned on his head in this high fashion mm -hmm. now if this was a different material at the bottom would i have liked it no i'd have been like girl that just buy a bit like yeah it would have been plain yeah it would have been plain it, i see the corsetry i see all of it exactly mm -hmm. it looks really nice yeah. so um according to the slay nation 80 percent said slay 20 percent said nah so it's kind of a similar split <laughs> Mm. <laughs> right. <laughs> so next we have J Lo, aka Jenny from the block. From the block. Well, she's now in the high rise, but it's <laughs> mm. um, so she is in a Valentino ball gown with a gold bodice with a slight V plunge um, attached to a bodice that has an oversized gigantic green and gold bows. The bottom half of the gown um, is white. So slay or not. I think it's a nah. This dress makes me want to throw up. Not going to lie. It looks like a Christmas pageant. Definitely. I was just going to say, she looks like somebody's Easter, pre Easter present. Like, like, yeah. Nah. She looks like the top of the Christmas tree. I don't tree. think the hair matches with the gown at all. Like, I think this hair is definitely glam. Like, more of like a goddess with the braiding. Mm -hmm. But I think this dress is so ugly. Like, it's gross. I hate the coloring to it. Oh, like, mm -hmm. right at the bottom. Yeah, it's it's weird for me. I don't like the gold and the green together. It's, Chris it's too Christmassy. It's yeah. too Christmas pageant. Um, so I agree. For me, it's a naw, but and she was pretty much on a majority of the worst dress list. Poor girl. Uh, <laughs> but and the crazy thing, I know she tried to do something different because usually she's naked, <laughs> or Seriously. or the girls are out. So this is something that's different for her. Mm -hmm. She tried, but failed. So for I don't me, think she a, tried. Who was her? I don't know who her stylist was. She got that dressed. Day. She tried. Okay, I guess. She tried it. But okay. <laughs> I don't know who her stylist was that day, but I feel like J-Lo probably didn't even want to go to these award shows. And she was like, just give me a dress. Like, um, mm -mm, nope. So the Slay Nation actually disagrees. 67% said Slay. 33% said nah. Now, who, who saying Slay? I don't know. Do they like Christmas they pageants? <laughs> they like Christmas pageants, too. Because... Good for y'all. <laughs> <laughs> so the next award show is going to be the Critics' Choice Awards. And the best dress across the board, Zendaya. Mm -hmm. uh, she is in a Tom Ford two-piece ensemble. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so the top is a metallic fuchsia sleeveless um, kind of breastplate. And then she has a fuchsia skirt. Slay or not? I think it's a slay. It's a slay. She looks real fly. Yes. I love the breastplate and I love how her boobs fit into it. Yeah, it's like it was perfect. Like yeah. They took some plastic Paris 
molded it yeah. just for her. And I also think it plays into Zendaya's androgynous looks. Like, right. you know, this is very classic. Well, this, like, the color itself is classic for women. Mm-hmm. But I think the breastplate adds a bit of androgyny to it because that kind of reminds me of, like, armor for a suit. Mm-hmm. Like, um, back in the day, like, Renaissance times when people were jousting and stuff on horses and shit. Yeah. Um, but I think that's cool. I think the sleigh was a, I mean, the skirt was a beautiful touch to it. It was very simple enough. And I, I like her braids too. Like, right. she always yeah. tries to wear her hair in a natural hairstyle. I like her braiding and her makeup was very simple. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. I like it too. I, for me, it's definitely a sleigh. I think that with the, with the breastplate being so bold, she needed something as simple as a skirt. Now, she actually made it to some people's worst dress look. Wow. And I don't know how, but majority of the people said that she was one of the best dressed. Um, so, according to the Slay Nation, they actually disagree with us. So, 29% said Slay, 71% said nah. Really? So, the 71% is hating because they don't have she the titties for it. Well, because <laughs> oh. she don't have the titties for it. <laughs> I'm just saying that's the only reason why you big mad. It was gorgeous. Yeah. So the next person um, who actually has worse dress across the board is Janet Mock. Yeah. Um, She is in this mint turquoise green Valentino Hulk couture dress with rhinestone embellished gloves. Mm -mm. Yeah, that reaction was everything. I can see it. Yeah. And she do look like somebody threw on some um, Easter egg and Pepto-Bismol and I don't know Yeah, what she looked like, she, you know what? She just needs one of those church hats and then she'll be right oh. for the right for the Easter pageant, okay? Now, she looks like she's about to say open wide and you at the dentist's office. Oh like, my goodness. Well, she she was, she I can see those gloves, gloves, those gloves being surgical. I can see that. But her dress is so matronly. Um, I don't like the gloves. Like, the gloves are kind of weird. I'm sitting up here like, these sleeves are going all the way up. I need something dramatic to happen with the rest of this body. Like, something sleek. It's too much. It's it like is so boxy. It's like a, a potato sack yeah. that they dyed And then her with. hair is pulled back very sleekly so that I feel like her, you know, she has a great body. I felt like her body needed to be shown more with this, especially since her hair is pulled back and she's Mm -hmm. showing, you know, some longer earrings. Like, all this underneath, neck below is bulky. But neck up is cute, though. It's too much. I I know you had these kind of opinions about fashion (laughs) and you can script it. Oh! I'm just just like, yeah, nah, uh-uh. Attention's in the detail, (laughs) Anthony. It's too much. It's too much. If, If, I feel like this will be good... On like an older woman, not this dress. This dress, you. This dress. <laughs> well, you give Oprah to, this dress, y'all. Like not even Oprah, more like a, <laughs> a Dion Warwick. Okay. Totally uh, <laughs> see Dion. Okay. Like this is oh like giving me like mother of the bride, but the mom is like eighty. Okay. Without the gloves, even trying something different. Yeah. Because like, I feel like the, the gloves, hat, though. Nah, she she would keep the gloves really? and have the hat that matches. No. I think the. They well, can say if you have less matchingness. Like maybe if the gloves were white and the hat was white, I think it needs another color. Oh my yeah, god, that too. Cause it's weird. It's like it's so boxy. <laughs> it is boxy. It's so boxy. FedEx was shit. Like, like a, it looks like a. Really it's looks like a, a turquoise paper bag to yeah. me. I tell with you gloves. what, though, she would be a good-looking dentist, and I would definitely <laughs> go to her practice. <laughs> okay. I would say that. 
Like you, all you got her take back. your teeth out today. I would, I would clean your I teeth mean, with she that would little still metal get thing. Home from me, just like my actual dentist does. <laughs> so, um, Slay Nation agreed. One hundred percent said no. Yeah, sorry, sorry, sorry girl. No, sorry. <laughs> so uh, next is actually going to be a 26th annual Screen Actors Guild Awards. So the first is going to be Camilla Mendez. If you don't know who she is, oh, oh, she is from. I don't know why the show is blanking right now. Don't worry, the but actress Riverdale. was blanking Riverdale. because we Riverdale. didn't know who she was. Riverdale. She's on Riverdale. <laughs> She's Latina. I had to put some <laughs> other melanin Remind in me it. Of two chains. You know that Riverdale. 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 <laughs> <laughs> She's on Riverdale. Um, she plays Veronica on the show, so okay. they made Veronica Latina, which is awesome because oh, right. she's rich. Yeah, Veronica wasn't Latina. She was white. Yeah. Everybody was white. Yep, yep, yep. You're right. <laughs> Archie and them. Mm-hmm. Except for Josie and they were black. They were only yeah. black people in the yeah, town. Yeah. But I digress. <laughs> so she is in a champagne off-the-shoulder gown oh. by Ralph and Russo. Um, that's really sparkly and pretty, but I, I just said my opinion, but Slayer, no. <laughs> I like it. I don't like this cape with it. I like the dress, though, because I think it reminds me of, like, um, Helen of Troy, kind of. Mm-hmm. It's like an old, like, Grecian, Athenian type of dress to me. Um, I don't know about this hair, though. It's a little blue. The face right now she's giving me with this picture, I'm like, girl, bye. But, um, <laughs> I, I mean, I think the dress is cool. I don't know if it's exactly a sleigh. It might be more in the we we chilling category. <laughs> Because it ain't a sleigh or no. It's just we chilling. Like, you know. So, I love the dress. So, for me, it's a sleigh in that respect. But I do feel like she could have done something better with her hair. I feel like her character wears her hair like that so much. I would have liked to see something different. Like, I would have loved to see some romantic curls. Mm. Like, Mm. embrace those. Because, like, you know, some Latinas, the curls be, like, on point. She could have had some cute waves going. You know, some waves, some curls, pin it back. Like, look at Athena, like, sis, just something else. Mm-hmm. Bone straight wasn't yeah. working with us. Yes. Um, and I feel like, yeah, she was just kind of caught off guard. I think she's kind of new to the red carpet scene. But the dress is pretty. Mm-hmm. Um, I just think her hair could have, she needed something else. I like the cape. I think it's fun. She looks like she could be a superhero with superpowers. I like that <laughs> part. But then when you get from the shoulders up, she looks boring. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I just need something to match the excitement that I got from her having the ability to make her like right. clothes blow in the wind. Yeah. You know, she like, got that Mariah superpower. She's, she's drama <laughs> from the clavicle down. <laughs> clavicle! <laughs> I learned that word in the sixth grade and I haven't let it go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's, it's on your body. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so next we have Margot Robbie. Mar- well, actually, I'm sorry. Slay Nation said 100% Slay. Mm-hmm. So next is Margot Robbie. She generally got worse dress, and you'll see why. She's in this high uh, Harley Quinn. If you don't know <laughs> yeah. what it is, she's Harley Quinn. Okay? Yes. She's the new Harley Quinn. Um, so she's in this high halter crisscross neckline, which is tied into a knot and dangles down her back. The dress also featured a fitted upper half and tied together with a sleek chain belt um it includes a leather ribbon and tied together with a bow in the front of the frock 
The gown is featured a frilly lower half compromise of a series of layered blue tartan ruffles that drape down to the floor. Now, this description comes mm. from Hannah McNeilia, who did a great job of mm -hmm. explaining what this look yes, is. Yes, she did. Uh, she is from footwearnews.com, and this is probably the best. I'm gonna say <laughs> that tartan was a mosh posh of I don't even know. Like there's so much going on. Even with her when you were describing what Hannah wrote, it made it look a lot better. So yeah, sound, sound I'm like, good. this is so look descriptive. Good. But even still, I'm just like this is so much mixed texture and material in here. It looks it looked just like it sounds, y'all. Like it's so much happening. Like I don't. I think this dress number one belongs at a hold down. Um, <laughs> she needs some of them. Like what's what was that movie that Jessica Simpson was in? Um, Dukes of Hazard. Dukes of Hazard. Yes, that's a Dukes of Hazard dress. Okay, oh, it looks like so? a five-year-old dresser. Like she has this big necklace on that's unnecessary. When yeah. you wear a halter it's that clumpy. crosses around the neck, that's weird. Um, it looks like she has. It's supposed to be a leather belt, but it looks like a shoestring. Yes, it does. Um, because the dress didn't fit, and she said, "Oh, this is a dress," and threw it on. I think it's very like, hey, people are coming over to the house for the first memorial cookout <laughs> of the year, and I want to be comfy, but I want to look a little dressy too, and it just strikes that in between because like her feet look comfortable, her arms are free, I don't know about the carpet, <laughs> but she looks like, again, a lot of my grades are uncomfortability, she looks very comfortable, she looks and she looks like she's ready to pass you some potato salad with raisins in it. You know what? Yeah. With raisins, with yeah, raisins you're right in though. Yeah. yeah, and grapes, like yeah. both and both grapes. versions, the extra yeah. dry version, the extra wet version. Like <laughs> the funny thing is, I could not find who designed this. This is something yeah. she got from TJ Maxx. Yeah, yep, yeah, she like, sure did. Yeah. And they added some ruffles onto the bottom. That's mm -hmm. exactly to what make happened. The dress longer. Yeah, like, that's, that's fine, girl. But that's keep it. that at the house, okay? Exactly. So Slay Nation out. was very clear. Hundred percent said no. I agree, Slay Nation. You did it this time. <laughs> <laughs> so next we have the sixty second grammy awards best dress of course goes to my girl lizzo don't mm. know her personally but she's friend in my head yeah. um she's in this white corset to rossi crystal and mm. bellish bodice mm -hmm. that has a fluid skirt and this is etlia versace i love this i think it's beautiful a, a sleigh and it's a beautiful sleigh i love her shape in it i love the um drama to it mm -hmm. i think it's very old hollywood it's very classic um, such a great look to wear to this award show. Her hair looks great. Her necklace is very simple. It's two-tiered. Um, and it has just the right amount of, like, diamonds and class to the... To not take away from her right, dress. dress. yeah. So, it's really nice. I think it's a good way to remind you that, like, Lizzo can have a soft look, too. Yeah. Um, because sometimes when the way that she, like, dresses is just like, oh, look at me. Or just kind of, like, I want to put, like, attention on a certain thing. But it's yeah. just like, mm -hmm. this is very soft and just, like, even the way her face looks. Right. Like, for yourself and the hair and everything. So. I'm happy that Versace, I, I, I can't unsay it like that no more. I'm <laughs> Versace. sorry. Versace. <laughs> because once you heard Donatella just pronounce it, I'm like, oh, I got to say it right now. 
So, um, Versace. Versace. <laughs> so, uh, I'm actually happy that they made this custom for her. Mm. Because usually when you get plus-size women, a lot of people, especially these high-end designers, will not make anything custom for them. Yeah. Because they say, it takes too much time. Out of sample size. Mm -hmm. This isn't a sample size. We just can't send this to them and have them take it in and send it back. For sure. So, a lot of people usually don't. I don't know if this is them trying to CYA. Um, mm. Because of some past mistakes that they've made. So mm -hmm. they're like, we're moving forward and dressing this big black woman. Yay. Mm -hmm. Look at us. Um, <laughs> so even though it's having that kind of moment, I still think that this look is beautiful. Um, usually Lizzo wears, again, as you said, these attention grabbing, non-traditional outfits. She was a tree. She was a chocolate bar. She was your African cousin's bedspread once. <laughs> <laughs> I laugh at it myself, sorry. <laughs> but that's how she went. That's how she went to the NAACP Image Awards. Mm -hmm. She had the three little locks, bangs in the front and the puff. But yeah. um, yeah, that did not make it on here. But uh, for me, it's definitely a slay. So I, I love it. It's definitely old Hollywood. It reminds me of what, Harlem Nights. Yes, mm. I was going to say that. But I didn't want y'all to get like... That I was trying to compare her to Della Reese, but but that's she and the fam. She could be Della Reese's little cousin for they real. They could like, remake it. I mean, seriously, they made a new age version. I could of honestly it. see her playing the role of you know like and the, doing the soundtrack. Yeah, like I could see that. Mm. It definitely reminded me of Harlem Nights, though. It was yeah. If they did a new age version of that, but like ooh, they should did do a remake. Ooh, that would be a good remake with all the comedians. Because you got to think about it. All the comedians who mm. were the older characters died. Um, so now you have yeah. the people who are the, the younger characters now mm. older. So that would definitely be good. Or even if they were to do a prequel. Mm. Mm. All right. Mm. That'd be that, nice. I need to stop giving people ideas. Pay <laughs> Cut my chat. <laughs> so the Slay Nation said 100% Slay. Next we have... Tove Lowe, who's an artist, it's the Grammy, so whatever. Uh, she generally made the worst dress list. She's in a gray Vivian Westwood pantsuit and blazer. The blazer mm. has a U, I'm going to call it a U, because that's the only shape I could think of. Plunging neckline that leaves the breast exposed. And there is a Asian uh, provocateur bra that's pink. The bra's cute. Yeah, the bra's cute. That's about it. Yep. That picture just says, look, y'all, wear a good bra today. <laughs> and then, like, you you were talking about man spreading. She's woman spreading. Yeah. In my opinion, like, I hate the pose, number one. That that does not do it justice. But I feel like in order for her to get the point across that, like, you see my bra today. Here you go, y'all. Like, mm -hmm. she had to do that, that mall picture pose. Like, look, I'm Madonna. Mm-hmm. Look, mommy, I'm Madonna. And then she got the, the shoes that match the bra. The bra is cute. But, like, I don't know about the shoes and I don't know about the suit. It's I, just a no. It just looks like I don't know what she's on, but she wants something. <laughs> because I feel like that's the type of outfit that you wear with like one of the um, you know, pirate ruffle shirts that has that kind of detail but more as a bib. Mm -hmm. Like a turtleneck type situation. I feel like that's what that more so is supposed to be. I want to see what the actual runway version of it because you know sometimes people there are certain outfits on the runway that should just be for the runway like you need to do something else to it mm -hmm. in order to make it work and I, if that's one of them I don't mm -hmm. know 
It's a no. For if me. she was running late and was like, "Damn, I spilled coffee on my shirt." I yeah, ain't got to she got dressed in the car. Fuck it, I'm just wearing this. This is bra. honestly the color, the color palette that she has with the gray suit and the pink bra. This is giving me Paris Hilton, Nicole Richie, 2000. Yeah, early 2000s. That's, that's juicy couture all the way, like, <laughs> and and Vivian definitely not hitting approve. the red carpet. Um, yeah, um, it's not, did not, not I good. I don't know who dressed her. Mm-hmm. I don't. Oh God, this is a no. <laughs> uh, and the Slay Nation agreed 100% nah. So we have two more left. Okay. Um, so the first one is going to be the 92nd Academy Awards. So best dress across the board was Janelle Monae. She is in a Ralph Lauren gown. I know. I, uh, whatever. <laughs> but me and Ralph Lauren got a tag pass. <laughs> but uh, there are 168 thousand Swarovski crystals on this gown and it is beautiful and shimmering and it has a hood long sleeves and an open back slay or not I'm not gonna say slay I'm still in the middle with this just because I feel like this look is a bit matronly on her I don't care even what if it's matronly mean like motherly like oh. bibbity bobbity boo <laughs> <laughs> and that's what I think it is she is she looks like um like Mary the- Poppins or like um sister act two in this to really? me this yeah I think the hood makes it look like a habit and then I think you know she's having like a a, a classic red lipstick moment but I feel like um I feel like I could see this on someone else I could see this on Billy Porter and him yeah, growing off on this I honestly could like he would tear it down because he would have so much more drama to add to mm-hmm. it facially. I feel like she's too cute and classic to really judge this up, so it feels kind of boring to me. It's not exactly a slay to me, and it's not exactly gnaw. It's definitely in the middle. Um, I like it more than I hate it though. Mm. I must say it's like some kind of there too, right? I do like it. I like Sorosky crystals. They're really pretty shimmering crystals and i know there was a lot of labor put into this dress with that many swarovski crystals that you have to put on by hand which is a lot yeah yeah you Um, do but i do i I definitely got fairy godmother when i looked at it like if they do another version and they decide to do a (laughs) hip-hopera of cinderella that is that is the gown that is it's (laughs) That is Little Red Riding Hood realness. Yo, you took my... <laughs> go ahead. I'll let you go. I was going to say, I think, I, can keep I think she looks like the Little Red Riding Hood that was like, fuck it, I'm going to kill the wolf and I'm going to rob the jewelry store and I'm going to just <laughs> pop up on the red carpet, nice and simple and cool, mm-hmm. and y'all ain't even know that I stole y'all diamonds. Like, <laughs> I like it. Okay. I'm so, like, that's why. Yeah, Slay Nation, eh, 83% said Slay, 17% said Nah. So, I mean, eh. she also made some people worse dress list. Mm. So, but she was on more best dress than worst dress. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, a lot of people weren't really wearing a lot of great stuff at this particular award show. Yeah. Um, but the worst by far is the, um, I was about to, that was, in my brain, I was going to call her a semen demon, but uh-huh. it's okay. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's, it's okay. Uh-huh. Uh, so, the next person is going to be black. China. Um, she's in this velvet long sleeve floor length dress that has high slits on this gown. Mm-hmm. Um, it has blue crystal embellished shoulder and small uh, well, the wrist part of the sleeve. And this is by Donna Matashi. Huh. Slayer Nall. Uh, okay. Before I give the Slayer Nall, 
I do want to say, I don't think that this is bad. I, I don't. I The thing that I don't like is her hair. I don't like the, the finger waves. I think to in order for her to make this look work, I think she should have like the sleek long hair going down to the back. Now, I feel like we have seen her in that look before too with that sleek long hair going down to the back. But I felt like that could have been a moment for this dress to have, especially because of the deep V down the bottom. I mean, down the middle and then her showing off her thigh tattoo with this long split coming to the side. So, um, I don't know. It's I'm a, it's gonna lean more towards the north side, honestly. It's not bad though. I yeah. think that the gown may look nice on someone else and her fingernails look nice. <laughs> so it is a nah for me. <laughs> nice fingernails, beautiful gowns. <laughs> you I take that it's a nah for me because it's the look as a unit. Mm-hmm. She just got some fillers in, and it hasn't had. She's still swollen. Yeah, she didn't look so like she could close her mouth. So that kind of throws me off. And then the contour is a little too sharp, because it looks like I don't know if you've ever seen that video that kind of randomly plays on Facebook when you get stuck in a video loop, <laughs> where it's like it's the the image of a person, and then they take like the needle and then suck this part out, suck this thing, oh. and it cuts shave off the. But it's, it's like a cartoon that does mm-hmm. that. Okay. This is what that reminds me of. She looks like Skeletor. <laughs> and I'm not here for it. I like the dress. Just not, again, not on her. I mm-hmm. do think, however, there are too many slits. I think that if you are going to do a plunging neckline, mm-hmm. don't let it go to your belly button if you're going to do a high split. Okay. Because to me, it just chops up the look. And I think that the ta- all the tattoos in this instance are distracting because you don't know what to look at. Do you yeah. look at do you look at the sleeves? Do you look you know? Do you look at her shoulders? Do you look at her wrist? Do you look at the split that's almost to her cootie cat? Do you look at the chest area? But or she the needs some waves. better titty tape, or because <laughs> the titty tape is failing right now. They're lopsided. Yeah. Um, Maybe she just got them. Um, them boobies that's one is dramatically bigger than the other. I mean, I know she just had a kid, but they're, you are the baby mother of a Kardashian. They are the ones that brought the whole duct tape realness, the life. But there are so many options on the market right now, especially for deep Vs, that there's no excuse to be asymmetrical on the red carpet, especially with the pl- a neckline that's not, is that low. Mm-hmm. Like if it was closed, I think I would have liked it better, but I do think that her hair should have been different too. Yeah, like the hair, the finger waves. It just looks like she looks like the crypt keeper. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Wait, wasn't expecting that either. <laughs> like, remember you saw watch Goosebumps? Oh my goodness, <laughs> that's what it's reminding me of. Because it's like you can't go that big with your lips, and she, you can tell she just got everything done because her yeah. eyebrows a little overarched. She was her out lips in the are yard overdone. And got stung by a couple of bumblebees. Wow, in the face. What she's a having story. an allergic reaction right <laughs> she now. Is. She's giving you I need penicillin. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, infectious. Ooh, <laughs> infectious couture. Because it looks like she got some amoebas on her arms. <laughs> so, uh, so the Slay Nation agreed. What? Well, okay. Mm-hmm. So 33% said slay. I think they were just looking at the dress. Mm-hmm. 67% said no. 
So, that's... Mm-hmm. So, the dress is nice. Good yeah. job, Donna. But... Mm-hmm. Black China needs it to... It needs to be on someone else. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She needs to yeah. stop before she turns into the Black Joan Rivers. Oh, She's too young for that. Yeah. Um, so, lastly, we got the Blackity Black, Black Black NAACP <laughs> Image Awards, the 51st. Mm-hmm. And first, we have um, Marseille Martin. She is in a white spaghetti strap asymmetrical feather gown mm-hmm. with a translucent train by Armando Cervino. Slayer Nah. I think it's a sleigh. I love some Marseille Martin. And I think her dress is so um, age appropriate, mm-hmm. too. She does not show a bunch of legs. She does not show a bunch of little cleavage. Because, you know, little boobies coming in, y'all. Mm-hmm. It's so cute. Um, <laughs> you she, sound like such I an do, annoying auntie. I do. I'm I sorry. Like, auntie, I'm 15. I God. know, but it's just so precious. It's, it's great to see her growing up. I think she's she's doing like a Zendaya track, you know? Mm-hmm. How we're seeing her blossom in front of our eyes from like a young child to mm-hmm. a teenager and eventually into an adult. Um, and I think this is such a classic look for her um you know she's not little diane anymore she's a teenage diane so she's giving us some good vibes with the hair um her makeup is really nice and i just like the feathers and the drama to the dress the train is really cute too yeah i like it it's a slay for me yeah yeah so again i do like the fact that all of her dresses are age appropriate they are high fashion but they're modified for her Mm -hmm. so because when i looked because i'd never heard of this designer before so i went on their website and there are different versions of this dress so i know that this dress was made for her she probably was like hey i like that but that's too grown why Mm -hmm. i'm too young to have my cootie cat out we can't do that right (laughs) now like i can't have a breastplate i'm not zendaya (laughs) i'm not grown yet so, I do think this is definitely a Slay. The Slay Nation agreed. Um, this is, it, it's an 80-20 split. So, 80% said Slay, 20% said nah. Mm. Um, so, next. So, for the worst, uh, oh. Dion Cole, he's the only male. Mm-hmm. Um, but he, nobody knows. What? It's, okay, so it's Gucci. So, he is in this velvet suit that has velvet bell bottoms. Slay or nah? Hmm. It was an in-between until I saw the bell bottoms. <laughs> not for the bell bottoms. And it just kind of looks boring, but he's yeah. also boring, so it's kind of like, like as far as the mm-hmm. way his appearance is, he mm-hmm. usually always looks the same in that way. Yeah. So, it's kind of like what's expected. I, it's a nod for me. Yeah, he's not a fashion guy. This look went viral. It did. Oh, really? It went it did. absolutely mm-hmm. viral. And I think that goes to what, um, so make sure you listen to the No Class podcast. Um, so, what we were talking about in the next episode of your podcast so like a lot of times with men when they take risk in fashion people come for them Mm -hmm. hard and the reason why a lot of men usually do not make the slay or nah is because they're in basic things the Mm -hmm. most they'll experiment with is a pattern unless your name is billy porter Mm -hmm. we don't get things that are interesting so i'm gonna give him an a for effort i'm gonna give him a slay yeah just because i think that especially for it him being who he is for him to take a risk especially being mm-hmm. an older black man that probably took a lot um so i'm gonna say slay um i like i like the bell bottoms i don't like it on him right mainly because i feel like um bell bottoms need to be kind of elevated uh, yeah so like a mm-hmm. hill like i could see if a if a woman or someone who wears heels were to wear this suit i think it would be 
executed phenomenally. It needs some height to it. Like these bell bottoms need some height. They brushing against the floor mm-hmm. right yeah. now. Um, and I think it's bulky. He he does normally do like a classic look, but I definitely agree with giving him an A for effort because um, it took a lot of risk for him to do this. He was getting a lot of backlash about his sexuality. People were like, people were calling him like gag and, you know, using homophobic slurs against him just for wearing bell bottoms. I'm like, y'all so silly. Like it's, it's, it's clothes. Right. Like if it was a regular tapered pant, nobody would have a problem with it. You know the men used to wear bell bottoms, right? (laughs) Exactly. Thank you. Crop tops and and bell bottoms. The whole shebang. And heels were originally made for men. Just 20, 30 years ago. And powder wigs. Not that long ago. No. Men were wearing wigs, makeup, and heels. Mm -hmm. High heels were not meant for women. They were meant for men so they can be taller than women. Give us history. Thank you. (laughs) So. Yeah. I mean, I like that people were taking risks. Yeah, I like Um, it. But Slay Nation disagreed, of course. 29% said Slay, 71% said Nah. And that's your runway recap for Slay or Nah. So we have a new segment that I like to call Put a Pin in It. It is our round table discussion where we, it'll be a different topic every single episode. But this one is, I mean, I was going to sing it, but I feel like it's a serious (laughs) topic and I don't need to be singing stuff all the time. Um, it's SWB, you know, we got DWB, now we got SWB, it's always existed, it's called Shopping While Black. Wow. Um, and it's still happening, we've all, for the most part, experienced this, but this one, again, we're in New York, mm-hmm. what is going on with New York? It's supposed to be like the melting pot of the country, but, uh, there's still some crazy things happening, and this one, it wasn't a news story, but this is a situation that went viral. So, Anthony... Finally, not Jay, (laughs) different Anthony, (laughs) different Anthony. Um, He lives in New York, (laughs) but um, so he was, you know, being a great boyfriend, you know, walking the streets of New York, see all these random shops. She's like, oh, hey, oh, my God, babe, this is so cute. He's like, "Okay, uh, put a pin in it. Mental note. Got you. Right. Their anniversary is coming up. He's like, oh, it's a gift for you and me. Got you. So he comes back. (laughs) the next day to try to go into this lingerie shop now sometimes you know how like you go to the corner store in the hood and they gotta buzz you in so mm-hmm. they don't get robbed uh and they can lock you in mm-hmm. uh, they had the same kind of setup but this lady ain't even let him in and have the audacity to let him in the store she ducked underneath the counter and stayed there white woman no asian Woo. So, if you live in the hood, you know, sometimes you experience discrimination from other people of color. Um, Especially because a lot of stores in the hood are usually Asian-owned. But this was just in New York. (laughs) And um, so, he's like, what? Did she she drop something? What's going on? (laughs) So, he brings it again. And it's like, oh, she's still down there. I hope she lost the contact. What's going on? So he's like, all right. He just starts to leave. And he's like, hold on. I don't think. Did, did what just happen? Did I think? What, did it just happen? You know, excuse me, white lady. Excuse me, Miss White Lady. Um, Can you do me a favor? I think I'm being discriminated against. And I need you to ring that bell and see if they let you in. Thank you. She's like, oh, my God. I can't believe this is happening. I'm going to do it. <laughs> Don't laugh at my voices. You're so crazy. <laughs> so she rings the little bell. Bzz, just let it. What? I'm, I'm sorry. What? 
So he gets was not let letting. In. Gets let in. She comes from her little hideaway hole and lets the white woman in. So he went to social media to tell his story. Mm-hmm. And I felt like, I was like, is he from Baltimore? Because I felt like this was an eye. So boom, this what happened. Yeah. <laughs> That's something easily done in like, Baltimore. I felt, I felt him. And you know, black, you know, we got black Twitter. We got black Instagram. Now we got black Facebook. Black Facebook went Wow. People would call in the store, leaving one-star reviews, like, I wish I could give them less. To the point where this business actually had to create a blog post apologizing. Girl, bye. And the store owner said that the person who was working that day, because usually she works because it's her shop, but um, this time she left this person in the shop by themselves, and she's not from this country. However, two days prior, this is their justification. Two days prior, they had an issue with the group of men, we all know what she means, mm-hmm. um, being aggressive in the store. So that's the reason why she didn't let him in because usually it's very rare that men shop in lingerie stores. We usually get women in the store. That's the justification. Now, have you ever had an instance where you were discriminated against while shopping. Hmm. Now, why are you thinking? Slay Nation, 92% said that they have been discriminated against while shopping. 8% said no. But let me tell you this. I looked at I looked at who, who did it. Mm-hmm. The 8% were white. Wow. So I'm like, why? You here? Okay, hi. How you doing? But uh, you don't count. <laughs> I'm remembering, it depends on what day of the week it is. Like, sometimes if I have, um, sometimes I'll just be like, okay, fuck it, I'm going to leave. Mm-hmm, I'm mm-hmm. tired of you following me around to do whatever the thing is. Mm-hmm. If you catch me on a day that I have a little bit more patience and I'm having fun, then I'll play around with it. Mm-hmm. So I remember one time this lady was following me and I was like, well, I'm going to have fun with it. I'm going to make your ass work. <laughs> I was like in a shoe store and I was like, can I get this? Don't sell the I shoes this? out. I want this. You want to watch me you want to be here with me, you're going to be here with me. Mm-hmm. I'm going to make you work and I'm not going to buy nothing, mm-hmm. and I'm going to get on your damn nerves. Um, so it depends on what it is. That, right. Like I like to sometimes catch me in the right frame. I'll play right back with you. Like mm-hmm. I don't know if I can say that it was something racial that I experienced. I just don't like when people rude to me in general. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. Like, I, I don't know. I can't really name a time where I thought, like, damn, it's because I'm black or it's because I'm a black woman. Um, but maybe it's just, cause sometimes I'll be in my own little world too. And I'd be like, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> like I'm just doing my thing. Mm-hmm. But mostly like when people are just rude to me in general, I'm just like, Oh, I am not spending my money here. Oh my gosh. Leave. So I'm just like, I'm not putting my efforts into it. As soon as I see or hear anything that throws me off and messes up my chi as I'm shopping in my bliss, I'm gone, yeah. you know? So I've actually had a couple of experiences, but the worst one, I would say I was like 20, mm. and um, I was on the debate team. I was, I was I'm a nerd, whatever. Uh, <laughs> next, um, but we used to go on these retreats, so they would actually pay for us to go to a beach house and work for the next debate season. And we were in Rehoboth, Delaware. And we had a free day. So we decided to go shop. You know, we went in a polo outlet. It's a whole bunch of outlets out there. So we like, all right, let's go shopping. It was about six of us in the van. Um, six to eight of us. And everyone with us was of color. 
I'm not gonna say black because I think there were two people with us who weren't black, but because um, our debate team's diverse. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so we were shopping in a polo store, and I realized that somebody was following us from one end hmm. to the next. And usually, what I do is I'll, I always say this phrase: "Can I help you?" The woman looked shocked, and she was like, "What?" I was like, "You've been following us. Is there something I can help you with?" And she was dumbfounded and I was like All right, okay can you stop following us now mm-hmm. thank you thank you so um, most people would have left the store I, I probably I spent between four and six hundred dollars in that store so I guess whatever we had she thought we couldn't afford it and we were just trying to get to a good blind spot to steal it's like no no what made you continue to spend your money there I, I drove off, like like I'm I wanted to prove her wrong. I wanted to pull mm. a Selena. I wanted to pull a Selena. Mm-hmm. My own poor man's version of a Selena. Mm-hmm. Like, because I think it was the instance, like, I was paying for my friend's stuff, too. But mm-hmm. it was because I get direct deposit with our debate money. And they didn't. So they checked in clear yet. But I got my money back anyway. Right. But I just wanted to have my Selena moment, like, Oh, don't judge a book by its cover. You're wrong. And I pulled up a manager because I'm petty like that. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm the type of person that will call a manager and corporate on McDonald's because I ordered a steak, egg, and cheese and got no steak. I don't blame that you. That is me all day, every day. That's the main part of the <laughs> steak, egg, and cheese. <laughs> I do that. I'll, I'll get my free coupons. Thank you very much. Yeah. Um, like, I'm, I'm that level of petty. Like, I have no problem calling you out. And I left them a a review online Mm -hmm. because that was when cell phones finally just got on the internet and (laughs) they forced you to have unlimited data with the iPhone. (laughs) So I definitely posted a review because that, I just, it was crazy. Like, I was just shopping and my friend was like, yo, she's following us because we went from the men's section because, you know, I was usually, (laughs) I'm the only female and then we went to the female section. I'm like, oh, let me get some stuff for my dad. Let me get mm-hmm. my stuff, some stuff for my mom. Mm-hmm. Get some stuff for my sister. Get some stuff for me. So I have already prepared to spend a whole bunch of money. You know, me in college, you got all the refund checks. I was making a whole bunch of debate money. Mm-hmm. I was like, look, I'm a Selena this thing and make you change your mind. Yeah. Well, not necessarily change your mind, but don't judge a book by its cover. That just reminds me of that story about that Wendy Williams was talking about on her show. Mm-hmm. She was on Hot Topics and she was talking about how she, Marlo, um, and Nene from Real Housewives of Atlanta, mm-hmm. they were in Bergdorf, Bergdorf, Bergdorf Goodman mm-hmm. um, flagship store in New York shopping. Mm-hmm. Like they have their own private room and then, you know, the they bring racks out to them. They mm-hmm. have their own like beautiful shopping experience mm-hmm. and she was saying when they were done with that shopping experience one of the women whispered over to her like you know we were being followed followed that entire time and she was like she didn't know and so i'm just like i'm i'm the one who don't know honestly like i just mm-hmm. be in my own mm-hmm. little world unless people are approaching me or if i see them in my view i'm just like yo what's up like you right. good but um i just know i'm i'm so um I know that my money, and I work really hard for it, mm-hmm. and I know that these people are working for their money, too. Mm-hmm. And a lot of these retail shops, not, uh, well, a good amount of them, they are basing 
their pay paychecks and stuff off of commissions. And so if I have an opportunity for this person to not make a commission, I'm not going to do that. See, back in the day, I probably would have did what you did. Mm-hmm. I definitely, I probably would have spent money there just to prove like, look, I can afford it. And they'll look at you looking stupid. Like, right. And it's an outlet store. Like mm-hmm. I'm not in Gucci. Like, leave me alone. But now, trust me, I'm older. I'm much more wiser and I'm, and I'm different with my money. You mm-hmm. ain't getting my coin. Because oh, yeah. I work entirely too hard for this. And for if you don't think that my dollar is good here and it's a dollar, mm-hmm. it's not going to be good here. Mm-hmm. Fine. I'm going to keep it and move it to somewhere else where it's going to be good. Yeah, it's also why I stopped buying things from them. Like, I, I'd rather buy my dad Polo Association Polo versus Ralph Lauren Polo. Like, mm-hmm. I put them in the same file as Tommy Hilfiger. Like, you don't get Yeah, it leaves a bad taste in your mouth. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't want to experience that. And I don't want to have that as a... A shopping experience for other people who might not, who might be in that space mm-hmm. that we were in when we were younger, where we would spend our money there, even though they didn't think of that right. we were qualified to spend our money there. Mm-hmm. So you brought up a good part, though the the power of writing reviews, though, is right. so much more helpful to be able to be like those times where I'm like, I don't even have, can't be in the mood, don't mm-hmm. have the patience to sit here and deal with this and have this conversation with you, because sometimes. And it's not even just, like, with shopping. It's just, like, even yesterday, I was in a bar, and I was standing there. I'm like, I know you see me. I know you looked at me a few times. And usually, I'll be like, yeah. And now it's like, I'm staring at you dead face. When are you even going to acknowledge that I'm here? Mm, right. And so there's been times where I've been like, they finally come to me. Oh, what can I get you? What's your name? I don't want anything else. I'm going to just write a review. Thank and you. Mm-hmm. And so even that saves from the interaction that you have to have. Like, dang, I don't know if I want to do this today with this person mm-hmm. and like tell them about how they being racist and then them act like they're not. Yeah. It's like, it, that's one of those times it's like, I appreciate that we are in 2020 and I can mm-hmm. just sit here and write a review about you and that can be handled. Because the other thing that I try to do is some things are how people have been trained and then some of the things is just specific to that person. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, okay, do I think that this entire, like if I was in Ralph Lauren, do I think everybody is acting like this or do I just think this one person is doing this? Well, I don't know, but I do know that her name was Shelly and Shelly's going to be mentioned in this review that right. she didn't even acknowledge me and she was following me through the store. Like, I appreciate this. Like, now I have a platform to be able to do that. Mm-hmm. And it saves me time because... Going through all those steps before, it was like, dang, that also requires time for me yeah. to be able to do all that. It's like, I can just pull out my like, phone. Like, I got to, you know, look at my receipt, call a phone number, yep. do a stupid survey I don't feel like doing just mm-hmm. to get to the point where I can call this person out. Because yep. a lot of people forget that the way that you are at work, like, people are going to leave reviews because you're great or you're horrible. Yeah. Like, there's no real in-between. No. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, personally... <laughs> no one no. I had mediocre surface. It no, was okay. it, was, it was regular today. <laughs> no, like, yeah, you're right. Like, yeah. so it's like, that impacts your ability to get promotions, to get a raise. So even if that's the way you truly feel, like, keep that at home, okay? Mm-hmm. Keep that behind your Twitter user handle. Like, just leave me alone. Mm-hmm. Like stop all, like I, it's so messed up, like even the, even the justification that they had, like oh some guys were in the store two days ago. Yeah. Well, that's a justification for getting a buzzer door and a security camera and possibly security, mm-hmm. if you know that you're in here by yourself and you're a small business, and number two, if I was him, I would have been petty and called immigration. <laughs> Cause if you posted online <laughs> that they are I did from not this, see that there. I'm petty. I will be petty. Oh. I will call Amiga. Okay, I will <laughs> call them 
ice will be I at mean, your door. They did say that you know you she's posted it from online. This country. I would have thought it's like I'm here you go. Saying, Do you know like, how many criminals oh get in trouble because of stuff they post online? Like I even saw this post Could where they were looking. They posted they was looking for this guy, and the guy commented, and they're like, "Oh, hey, just stop by. We love to see you." Why are you commenting on the person? Oh, poster? idiot! Idiot! Like you crazy? Uh, no, 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 no. Yeah, but even with them issuing that apology on that blog post, that language that's is coded. Right. And I, yeah. you're right. That's definitely not an apology, but right. the language behind it was definitely coded. Like, talking about how the the group of men came in and were aggressive. What? What? Like, what, what would mean that they were aggressive? Like, right. please mm-hmm. go into detail right. about this aggression that you experienced from these men. And then you're... Like, we know based on this man that you're discriminated against and not letting in and the girl was ducking. Oh, so she was working right. that day too? Or mm-hmm. did you tell her that we're not letting in black men today? Mm-hmm. Like, right. I don't understand. Even though what is aggressive, white women shopping are hella aggressive. Yes. And the way that they ask Let their manager, the manager. way that they demand things. And the way I mean? they don't say, excuse aggressive. me. Okay? Like a mother... <laughs> ain't never heard of excuse me before. You had something happen recently, didn't you? Uh, what? <laughs> At the Calvin Klein outlet, thank you. <laughs> and then though, because it was a it was an incident where it was me, my cousin, my mother, and my cousin's children. Um, and this woman, she just was not saying excuse me, mm-hmm. and like she like was brushing against backs and scooting by and doing the thing where she thinks she could fit, but she can't fit. Mm-hmm. And my cousin straight up, like I looked across the store and my cousin was standing there, like posted up, arms folded. Yeah. Close to the, the thing so the girl couldn't move and was just like, you're not going to say excuse me. And she's trying to squeeze by. My cousin's blocking her like, yo, speak. You need to say something. Yeah, y'all know what y'all doing. It's the new thing I've been practicing too. Have you seen the experiments with it where people no. be walking down the street and stuff? Yeah, that's the new thing that I'm practicing. Oh, yeah. I realize how much I'm a person who doesn't like, I just don't mm. like people being close to me. Mm-hmm. And so it's a given when I see somebody coming, I'm going to move out the way. Yeah. But I also am starting to acknowledge how much white people just don't say they excuse don't. me and mm-hmm. expect you to move. Yeah, I stay there. And so it's like, I I'm trying to do. practice being like, they're going to be in your bubble, mm-hmm. but you wait for that excuse. Even me if because... we lock eyes, I'm like, we're going to lock eyes until you say excuse yeah. me. And then I'm a scoot over yep. just two inches thank yeah, you just like um i was on a flight to florida and i'm a thick girl and plane seats are small so i was already slightly uncomfortable for the ride and this guy was manspreading oh so i'm texting my Move friend your legs. Like, he's because i mean i understand he was a bulkier guy so we both uncomfortable right now we should have made the little skinny girl on the end move in the middle that's what we should have done but I'm texting my friend like, yo, I'm, my sister's like, are you okay? And I'm like, yo, this dude is manspreading. He getting on my nerves. I'm about to bump him. And then. Oh, yeah. That's, I would have chopped his knee all the way up. Okay. <laughs> I just see you. I would have. <laughs> like straight punched his knee. Like you need to move that out of my space. Thank you. And then. So he was being nosy and looking like at my phone. Because we're that close. So I'm texting. He, he, can I help you? He that's what's going to help you right there. He asked his friend. He's like. What's man spreading? And she was like, "What you doing right now? Cause you taking my." Well, he asked that to the woman. He asked this because they came. They were together. Uh, so she was like, "What you doing right now?" And he was like, "Oh, I'm just sitting here." She's like, "No, the way you're sitting, I am in my space. You're in my space because I'm like in the aisle trying to make sure that I have enough room." And he was like, "Oh, that's the thing." Oh, you poor oblivious. Thank you. 
And he corrected himself, but he still found himself, like, I would glare at him, like, sir, get your life together. <laughs> and he would be like, oh. But it's like, yes, I understand. We both struggling right now, okay? We both thicker than the Snickers. So, we gonna be a little tight right here. But you don't have to intrude on my personal space and put me in the aisle and people trying to go to the bathroom, like, excuse me, excuse me. And I gotta be like, no, I'm not a sardine. This is not happening. What's going on? Oh, God. Yeah. It's ridiculous. All right. So that is it for Put a Pin in It. <laughs> so thank you for sticking with us throughout this whole episode of <laughs> I Slay the Podcast. Make sure that you follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook mm-hmm. at I Slay underscore pod. You can also listen to us on Google Play apple podcast just anywhere you can get a podcast except for spotify we in there like so make sure that you like comment rate us on those channels as well so we can get this coin so you can definitely follow us um we're no class podcast um Wait, you have it pulled up, Anthony, so you give uh, you I give this feel. Like really no, because I was looking up mine. Okay, so you can follow <laughs> us on um, all the streaming platforms, the Apples, the Google Podcasts, SoundCloud, and all that at No Class. Um, no Class Podcast. Our Facebook is also No Class Podcast. For Twitter, it's no underscore class podcast. And our Gmail is no.classpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, please hit us up if you're interested in um, engaging in some of our conversations, potentially being on our show. We'd love to hear from you. Yeah. And we had such, so much fun being on Oslate today. Yeah, this was so much fun. So much fun. It's not often that we get to talk about things that are always really fun in our show. Mm-hmm. So it's nice to incorporate the things that we like to talk about, which is kind of like race and um, involving different, more serious topics with fashion and stuff. Mm-hmm. So that was really fun. Thank you. I got to learn that Chantel be watching red carpets and be using big words and shit. <laughs> That's your rose? What is your thorn? <laughs> Don't roses and thorns now? I'm just saying. Like, the thorn is the person on their cell phone. We're <laughs> <laughs> trying to record at the thorn. Uh, but yeah, this was cool. Alright, and this is Erica Celeste signing off. Bye.